You're listening to Trent Talk. You're a Halo by Halo. To America's greatest. What you've just heard is the last known episode of the podcast known as Trent Talk. Its hosts, Claire Dickerson and Cheyenne Carey, were never seen or heard from again. Here at our pirate radio station in the year 2022, we carry on their tradition of of analyzing the music of the uh, analyzing the music uh, analyzing the music of America's final treasure. Yeah, uh, yeah, analyzing the music of Trent Reznor. Uh, with you today is me. Donald Wilkinson, also known as my hacker, alias Toothy. And to my left is... And I am Peggy Ramirez. Peggy Ramirez, who chooses to keep her identity concealed. What's up, Res Nerds? Join us today as we listen to the complete final episode of Trent Talk before its hosts mysteriously vanished. Be advised, Res Nerds. They are watching. They are watching. All right. I'm really excited to get yes, to today's episode. Year Super zero. stoked. It's finally year zero. Very glad. Um, one of my favorite Nine Inch Nails albums of all time, conceptually, musically, the whole deal. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Oh, and right. this was like the, the time that I... G- Got back into Nine Inch Nails, so it's very exciting for me. Oh, did we say what Halo it was yet? It's Halo 24. Four, yes. And uh, 19, I mean 2007. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Resnards, uh, this weird thing happened. I found a USB drive recently. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool news. Yeah. So, I plugged it into uh, my old laptop, not my new one, because I'm not stupid. But um, the screen went black, and then there was just this like white line. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a blinking cursor or something. And then um, all of a sudden, this like, I don't really know how to describe it. I guess like a hologram popped up, and well, um, I guess hologram. If you want to introduce yourself to the Resnards, I am the disembodied digital consciousness of Josh Wiley. All right. Um, so we're not totally sure how it works or why. Yeah. But um, it seems to know a lot about Nine Inch Nails, so I think uh, I think if it's cool with you, Hologram, I'd like to have you with us on the episode. Yeah. So, Josh, how are you How are you doing? Peachy keen, jelly bean. Perfect. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, like, I guess the downside to this USB drive is that even when I remove it, I still only have access to this Hologram, the black screen, and the Tor browser. <laughs> Hmm. But I, I mean, good thing you used your old laptop, right? Not my new one. So yeah, let's uh, dive in. Right? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's listen. I'm stoked to get started. So uh, I guess uh, we need to. We, there's like some groundwork you need to even explain to someone before they approach Year Zero. It's a concept album about America in the future and shit goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 15 years in the future. Uh, I have a quote from. An interview... No, actually, this was on, like, an official Nine Inch Nails press release 
What is it about? Well, it takes place about 15 years in the future. Things are not good. If you imagine a world where greed and power continue to run their likely course, you'll have an idea of the backdrop. The world has reached a breaking point politically, spiritually, and I thought it said egoically, which was going to be the douchiest <laughs> word ever, but it was ecologically. <laughs> so you just needed it to be douchey. I needed it. I needed it. <laughs> um, written from various perspectives of people in this world, Year Zero examines various viewpoints set against an impending moment of truth. How does it sound? You'll hear for yourself soon enough. But the point of this document is to provide information. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. This record is much more of a sound collage than recent efforts from me. Air quotes. Oh, yeah, sound collage and air quotes. A lot of it was improvised. It is very tedious describing your own music. It's not just music. It's probably too long, but it felt like the right thing to do was to paint the complete picture. It will sound different after a few listens. You can think about it, and it will reveal more than you were expecting. You can dance to a lot of it. (laughs) Lastly. Oh, and you can fuck to a lot of it. Maybe all of it, depending on what you're into. So that was Trent's handwritten intro (laughs) to the world of Year Zero. So let's do it. Let's play some tunes. Yeah. Hyperpower the intro. Hyperpower! It's written in all caps. Don't forget the exclamation point. Sorry, sorry. I wasn't gonna. (laughs) I wasn't gonna, but good good to have you looking out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, hyperpower. It's kind of the overture to the entire world of Year Zero. I'm going to turn it up one more time. Really brings you in with all that ambiance. But what are you hearing? Ambiance, fighting, rioting. Yeah, um, like I, you can like almost close your eyes and visualize like news footage, mm-hmm. like like rioting in the streets. There's marching of boots, um, like police body cameras and and like shit like that. Hologram, Josh, what do you hear? The term has been used to describe the United States in the 1990s and retrospectively the British Empire in the 19th century. Hyperpower has mm-hmm. been used to. Dis- that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that was actually a political term. Yeah, I didn't either. Thanks, Hologram. Thanks, Hologram. <laughs> I feel like you'll be a great asset that will be in no way detrimental to us. <laughs> no, I don't see what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the way it's written, hyperpower with the exclamation point in, in all, all caps. caps it, yeah. almost, it makes it sound almost like an ad. Like, the only way to make it cheesier would be to add, like, a trademark at the end. Hyperpower, trademark. Um, so yeah, here we are. We're now at the beginning of the end. We're already down on our knees. This is going to happen so much, so much in this album. <laughs> we should get some sangria going, so every time he says on your knees, we take a sip. We should. A lot of these lyrics are going to be like kind of a little mumbly. Um, <laughs> I misunderstood a ton of lyrics. I never uh, backs we've pinned down. Um, mm-hmm. But this song in particular, 
has like every single Trent Reznor trope. You're on your knees. I don't know who I am anymore. We pin people down. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's all that BDSM language in there, and also the identity loss stuff. Totes. Now he starts yelling. <laughs> Got any thoughts? No, I I don't. Um, hologram, you got any thoughts? Several fans have commented on similarities between this song and Marilyn Manson's Mr. Superstar, which was produced and featured guitar by Trent Reznor. Hmm. Oh, maybe we should get that on there. That's extremely thorough. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. I mean, I guess we've I've just never... been we've been a little meek listening to. Uh, you know, the expanded Reznor universe, you know, all right. the other related acts, right. especially Marilyn Manson, because I just find his music not, I don't like it. not great. Yeah, but that's, o- that's okay. I don't, I don't mean to shit on your taste, Hologram. Oh, I'm sure the Hologram's fine. The, sh- the Hologram rolled his eyes. He's fine. Oh, I love this little bit. Oh, I think also one of the one of one of the reviews I read for this song on, on the Rolling Stone, they said that it has the My Sharona drum beat, which fucked this song up for me forever. Because now, <laughs> now oh, no. it's like, why would you say that? Now it's My Sharona. Oh, no, I hear it. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. I'm sorry, I passed that on to you. How could you do that? I mean, how could the Rolling Stone do that? Like, like as if My Sharona was the only song to ever feature bum 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 bum. Like, come on. Here we are in survivalism. Once more. Yeah. Um, there is a fun thing that I can do with the, uh, <gasps> the with the main riff once it hits in the chorus. Actually, no, it's already going. You know that that weird that weird push and pull of the rhythm. Do 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 do. It kind of feels like you're in a mosh pit. You're just like. He's rocking back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little autistic. <laughs> no, you're not. That's true, I'm not. Shout out if you are, though. Much love. Yeah. Much love to my autistic peeps out there. Gabe, if you're listening, <laughs> stop. Stop listening. I, I will to not this. be a good role model after this. <laughs> stop listening to this. <laughs> um, you are listening to Trent Talk. You are listening to Trent Talk. You are listening to Trent Talk. It, it almost kind of becomes a Howard Kramer song. But you have to do, like, Howard Kramer voice. You, you are, are listening <laughs> to Trent Talk. You are listening to Trent Talk. <laughs> Summer. Uh-huh. So that kind of counts as an impression. <laughs> sort of. My, my impressions are always super short. I get I get really shy and then, and then bail immediately. I always get really hype about one and then talk myself out of it on the air. So. Yep. We're great at this. We're awesome. I mean, we've covered this to death. I don't know if we need to sit through the entire four minutes. Nope. All right, let's blast. 
Oh, oh, actually, you know what? I could use this as time to do a little bit more groundwork talking about... There was some pretty incredible promotional stuff that was done. Um, it basically reinvented viral marketing. Uh, Year Zero, part of it was the record, but then another part of it was the expand the what is it the alternate reality game mm-hmm. um which is like this big network of of different websites you could go to that were all fictional but all tied to each other and sort of unraveled the secrets of this year zero world um and a lot of it was like blogs or like company web pages and it sort of like cast more light on different things that were going on and the way that people found out about these pages existing was there were these usb drives that showed up at concerts um let me look that up on April 4th, 2007... Okay, at first there was a leak of a uh, listening party, I guess when the album was still in production. Um, and it was on peer-to-peer networks, but it was really low quality. So it's someone probably did legitimately pirate it with a cell phone. But then on April 4th, a high-quality leak of the promotional disc was, was leaked on the peer-to-peer networks. So perhaps to counteract and discourage any piracy of the leak, the entire album was made available for free streaming the album's... Streaming on the album's official website later that afternoon. So, like, the band actually responded to these leaks by just saying, like, all right, (laughs) here it is. They dropped the album a little bit early. Um, But then, yeah, these USB drives. Holy shit. Part of the promotional campaign involved USB drives that were left in concert venues for fans to find during Nine Inch Nails' 2007 European tour. Like, how, how amazing is that? That's pretty cool. Like, it's not just... You're not just getting, like swag from the concert there's a usb flash drive with unreleased songs and like hidden keys to an alternate reality game that is the tightest shit it's very tight i don't think nine inch nails has ever done shit tighter than that no i don't that think is the coolest shit i don't think anybody and you just fu- you find this usb hey did anyone drop a usb drive and then you, you plug it in and maybe you get a hologram shout out i know um, i was just thinking is it weird that i found a usb drive I mean, probably not. And we got this hologram. Who knows everything about? Was there anything like written or, or, or etched into the USB drive? No. Uh, I mean, maybe we haven't gotten to the bottom of this yet. Yeah. Right. So the USB drives had. Oh, I like uh, this little part right here. Okay, wait. Here we go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> So the USB drives had singles on them, also with links to like the first introductory pages of the ARG. So it had My Violent Heart, Me, I'm Not, uh, and I think Survivalism. Uh, and then also there was like encoded... This, it gets so cool because there's like encoded messages in the sound files. So like at the end, actually you'll hear it at the end of the warning. Um, there's like what sounds like static. But if you run it through a spectrometer, we'll put this up on the on the blog. Um, it creates the image of that four fingered hand thing coming down from the sky, mm-hmm. which is like the album's main motif. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? Mm, it's probably the beings that are living inside the hollow moon. That's a long way for them to reach. I know, but they they've been in that hollow moon for a very long time. Listen, I didn't. I did, I was not part of the team that went back to the future to build the Hollow Moon for these bu- beings to live inside us. So tell me about this Hollow Moon. How and what is a Hollow Moon? It's 
It's too complicated to get into on our podcast. But but there's creatures. But living the moon in is fake. The moon is fake. We went back in time and created it. The moon is fake. We humans yeah. went back in time. Yeah. And, created and and the pyramids and. Um, Do they like cite the Truman Show as evidence? I that's, don't think that's, so. Yeah, the the camera crew is like living in the moon. Oh. I love that okay. movie. Yeah, I saw it once, but I didn't remember. So we're almost done listening to The Good Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good tune overall. Good stuff. Yeah, I actually have no notes on it, so that was, that was probably fine. Yeah. The people want us. <laughs> also some Trent. We get a glockenspiel. <laughs> Out of nowhere, a glockenspiel. Is that that xylophone sound? Yeah, it's like a, a series of... Yeah, it's basically a, the fancier word for xylophone. Except it's like bells. That's well, it's not really bells. It's like, you know, it's, it's a xylophone. Okay. Hologram, do you have any thoughts? Is this elevator music? <laughs> I don't think the hologram likes the glockenspiel. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess... It has a little bit of a, a sanitized commercial feel to it. Oh, but this doesn't. This is Vessel. Vessel. Which is when Trent Reznor finally writes a song about heroin. Or. Or. I think this song is about my commute through Hollywood every day. Is it about, is, is the Muni the Metro? Sorry, not the Muni. Is the Metro the Vessel? Yeah, well, no, the ve- it's... I am the vessel for anger. <laughs> like, putting it in my mouth is the swear words I say. On my commute. Under my skin is the people on my commute. Uh, ignore the taking me from within. That's just gross. Wait, is there something you're not telling me about your commute here? <laughs> that sounds like the worst part. It's pretty bad. There was a guy on the train today who kept telling his friend, don't worry, I'm the same person. I just had a lobotomy. Was that the dude on roller skates? It was a guy on roller skates. Holy shit. Hollywood. Dude, yeah. Like, as much as I like that they made a municipal transit system that's somewhat reliable yeah. from Long Beach to it's LA. It's too easy to get onto. For oh, my God. Oh, and this part here is me trying to go up the escalators. You know... Here's my problem. Can we go any faster? Here's my problem. If you're going to stand on the escalators, stand to the right. Because people walk up the escalators. We have places to go. We're not standing on the escalators because we're lazy. We're standing on the escalators because they propel us forward faster than the stairs. Yeah, I mean, you're not taking the metro because it's so fast. Right. So, like, you got to save seconds wherever you can. Right. Stand to the right, walk to the left. It's So that's what this song is about. (laughs) <laughs> I never knew that. Um, 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 hologram. I heard a rumor that you have a how much angst for us. Do you want to ask him? Oh, how much angst? The angst of taking a long hot road trip with your parents, and they try to make conversation while you worry about your mascara dripping from the sweat. <laughs> oh my god, can we go any? Any. Faster? (laughs) 
There seems to be like a character limit on our on our hologram. Shush. <laughs> he had to take a breath. <laughs> Cyber breathing. <laughs> oh, we do get a lot of that in this song too. Because <gasps> I mean, it does sound like uh, it's from the perspective of an addict, <laughs> um, and I think it's. In the world of Year Zero, in the ARG, you find out about this drug called Opal, which is like super heroin. Um, and I don't know, it makes people's skin turn glittery. Uh-huh. So there's, there's a lot of sci-fi stuff that comes into it, which is crazy because it's like, this is Trent actually writing science fiction. It's borderline a book. I yeah. mean, it's not because it's a multimedia project that's mostly music, but it's like the world that he built, like I'm sure he has it like on a shelf somewhere in a big ass binder. Or maybe he's, you know, just putting pieces together and letting us write the world for ourselves. I think that's probably the case. Which is the, the, case. True, the true artist move. <laughs> I like the little broken guitars that are just at the edge there. Chug, 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 chug. Is that like the turnstiles on the Metro? Mm-hmm. Can we take a minute to just appreciate how rich that fucking soundscape is, dude? Mm. It's so tasty. And all the static is all the noise that happens inside the heads of all the people on the Metro. Honestly, yeah, this has sort of like this mindless intensity to it. Mm -hmm. This is like riding a train you don't want to be on. I think I have more facts. Oh my God. Well, the song's almost over. Okay. Uh, it should take less than 22 seconds. Um, so Trent, I think sort of passively took credit for the USB drive promotional thing where he said, the USB drive was simply a mechanism of leaking the music and the data we wanted out there. The medium of the CD is outdated and irrelevant. It's really painfully obvious what people want. DRM free music so they can do what they want with it. If, greedy, if the greedy record industry would embrace that concept, I truly think people would pay for music and consume more of it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure is a philosophy he took all the way to the CFO office <laughs> of fucking Apple Music. Apple Music. We could, we could rail on Trent forever for that, but that's just who he is. He's, he makes moves. Players make moves. Is, is he still him? Or is me, he, him not? <laughs> me, him, not. Him, him, he's not. <laughs> me, him, not. Shoot, I actually forgot to take notes on this one. I think I just zoned out to it. <laughs> um, I spaced out too, and I just wrote that in terms of like meaning, this song is not the easiest one to it's, understand. It's tough to unravel. But I guess in the sci- in the whole like sci-fi world of his, it makes more sense. I don't listen to this album as being that concept album. I guess because oh, it wasn't. You? It wasn't until later that I realized that that's what was going on. 
Yeah, have you seen much of the ARG? No. Because if you haven't. So what we're going to do is we're going to break up year zero between two weeks because it's that big and Mm -hmm. that fun Mm -hmm. um, and that rich. Rich. Um, And we're going to try to cover all the music in today's episode, um, but then all the extra stuff, all the ARG, all the secret concerts. Like, it's it was the best marketing campaign ever. It still, uh-huh. it still gets me hard. Um, wow. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> just flex. By the way, pro tip, guys. <laughs> to starve your boner, if you're in a public place and you can't have one right now, which is pretty much all the time, um, flex your thigh muscles. For real, though. It'll pull the blood out of where it shouldn't be into your glutes or whatever. And that's your pro tip. From Shia Boner King Carey. Shia Boner King Carey. Boner King Carey. That sounds like what may have been like an innocent 1920s like uh, blues musician's name. <laughs> yeah, the Boner Kings. All right. King of the Bones. Because <laughs> he played the piano. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ivory Kings. Yeah. <laughs> Major shortage of piano trend. This whole thing is piano trend, if you believe, because it's probably, well, it's MIDI trend. MIDI trend. I like how you, like, brought the volume up for a second, and you're just like, oh, but I got to talk about piano trend. I just, I just, <laughs> I love, I love the knobs. I love tickling the knobs. Man. I know, I know, I know, but you got to, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Stop it. Can you stop? <laughs> oh, my God, wait, this would be a perfect impression <laughs> for you. Hey, can you stop? Who am I imp- impersonating, Trent? Y- you. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Peace out. Can you, could you just... Um. Oh, hologram Josh's How Much Angst Continues with this with this song. Very well. So picture Proceed the... Hologram. Picture the, the kid in the backseat of the car. H-E-Y-Y-A kiddo. <laughs> you hungry back there, me? I'm not. Hologram. Wow. Can we get that another time? <laughs> um, oh, I know what the problem is. Hologram can't understand. Let's see. Hey, I, 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 a kiddo. Hey, I, You I, hungry I, I. back there, me? I'm not. So it's supposed to be, hey, kiddo, you hungry back there? And then the kid says, me, I'm not. Me? Yeah, I'm not. Me? Nah. Look, that kiddo is wearing hey. a <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love how Trent does like a slow-mo fawns. Hey. Or the kid's like, hey, I gotta pee, can we stop? And the dad's like, me, me I'm not I'm need not to stopping. pee. <laughs> I'm not need to pee. I'm get out part time <laughs> piss. <laughs> okay. There's some glitches in the hologram, but he's still... It's dawning on me right now that there are 16 songs on this wonderful album. Oh, God. I know. I know. It's, there's so much. I think this is the first album where Trent actually maxed it out, where, like, there's the most data he could put on a disc. Oh, this is your favorite. I pushed a button and elected him to office and Except he didn't push a button and elect him into office. Yeah, this song has this. It's this is the most blatantly political song. It has the subtlety of just like 
getting knocked in the face with a no blood for oil sign. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, it has the subtlety of a vegan throwing blood on you. Well, it's not real blood, it's paint. Yeah, I should hope. What if it was? No, that would ew. be some shit. Ew. But then that would be a crime and not free speech. Because blood. Um, so this is capi- <laughs> capital G, which is, I guess, a single. It has, there's a, there's a full single after this of capital G. So we're going to be in year zero land for three weeks. Oh, boy. And then we're going to be in year zero remix land. But, yeah, the lyrics are, are super on the nose. It says, like, I don't care about global warming. I don't, I used to stand for something. Now I don't. I think it's kind of like, um, the way it sounds is almost like it's taunting. It's almost like a schoolyard taunt. Yeah. What does he mean by the temperature in Guatemala? He doesn't care about global warming. But why Guatemala? Was Guatemala melting? Is Guatemala is is Guatemala melting? Say the Guatemalans are melting. (laughs) Are the Guatemalans melting? Watermelon. Watermelon. Now I want watermelon. Here we go. Nope. I'm right. All, All right. right. <laughs> so yeah, it has that sort of like arrogant cockiness to it, where it's just like, yeah, it's it's the cheerleader taunt of the bourgeois class. That's what I call it. Because it's like they elected him to office, and again, so this is about political corruption, destroying the environment, you know, uh, erosion of freedoms. But yeah, it's like these are the people that are responsible. That's that's my reading of it. Like everyone says, capital G, it means. George W. Bush. I mean, it, it It means all the stuff that he is involved in and brought about and all the stuff that Trent assumed he was going to bring about. Right. Um, but, oh, my God, I just cracked something. Holy uh, shit. Crapped? Cra- crapped something. I'll tell you which later. Um, so, capital G. Just in the title, there's, like, a few encoded meanings. Government. So, I mean, capital G, like... If you always capitalize God, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the proper way to show reverence to our Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. God. Um, but then also, capital G is how George Bush signs his name, right? Um, but then, fucking, I just realized that capital money. Yeah, <gasps> I didn't even fucking think about that. Oh my god! Oh my das god! Capital Marxist theory, the source of all evil. So, yeah, and then there's, like, chants at the end where they say greed, I think. Yeah. No, we're not there yet. But, yeah, in the last couple of seconds, it's greed, greed. And I think, so I think this is, like, yeah, suburban conservative families who voted Republican. This is their song, just about how their shitty attitudes brought about the end of the world. Here it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Bury the wall. Oh my god. How have I not compared this to the wall yet? That is spot on. <laughs> my violent heart. I think the hologram had one note for that song before we move on. Hologram? Some have compared the beat to Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world in Michael Jackson's The Way You Make Me Feel. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Very astute. Very astute. Probably ran that through your hologram algorithm, huh? Mm-hmm. You just, you winked at me. Mm-hmm. We are very um, I feel dehydrated. I'm going to get water. You take this song away. <laughs> very well. <laughs> Fans, I'll be right back. Can you grab me some nachos? 
Could you grab me some nachos? Please? Nacho cheese. From the fire we return. You can label us a consequence. So of how much you Oh god. I'm waiting for my favorite line in here. So this almost uh this song almost seems like a rebuttal to Capital G because it's about the resistance and it's about how they don't get it and how we're going to rise up and overthrow them with their violent heart. So this is like the rallying battle cry of the resistance that there it is. we're on hands and knees again. Where else would we be? So yeah, this this has a really inventive breakbeat. I like it a lot. Um, the the meat and potatoes of the song is just okay, but the chorus is like explosive, and I think is terrific. Yeah. Oh, here um, it is. Grand naivety. I really love Gr- this song. Grand naivety. There's just there's a lot of like um, very college freshman-y word choices he uses. Yeah. Standing there in your grand naivety. <laughs> About to rip what you have Since the dawn of time. We will be there. We will be there. We will be there. You cannot stomp us all. That's what I that's what I think when when I just want to jaywalk real bad. Yeah, dude. You just like, get... let's all jaywalk. You can't stop us all. That's stop. an act of... Re- yeah, that is, <laughs> that's a low-key act of rebellion. <laughs> like, you're not going to run us all over. <laughs> let's just please that's all Critical walk. Mass. I mean, you've heard of Critical Mass, the, the biking event, right? No. It's when bikers take over streets that are normally only driven on by cars. Um, and there's just so many of them that they block up the entire you know, two lanes of traffic and they just chant critical mass and drive all the way around (laughs) and it's like partly to raise awareness of like how shitty it is to try to get around a city on a bike um when i when i was when i was doing it i was like carrying a sign for like peak oil or something you would um i would (laughs) yeah that's this song came out a little too early for my like real college rebellious period where like i was like spray painting shit and yelling at cops and and protesting things. Yeah. The most, um, the only time I really protested was, oh God, I feel like a listener is going to hate me. I was, I was a vegan pita person. Oh goodness. But I, I, I was very, 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 very picky. I did not do all the, because I thought a lot of it was ridiculous. Trent Talk exclusive. Um, but I protested against the circus a lot. Uh, I mean, yeah, fuck the circus. The circus is fucking gross. That's not even about eating animals. That's and I have no problem, like, like, telling your four-year-old child that those elephants are being abused. I'll look them square in the eye and tell them. I don't give a fuck. That, your kid's going to be woke. Your kid's going to be woke, yeah. After five minutes with what did So let's just quick ask the hologram how he felt about that last song. Noise. Noise. Moist. Noise. Moist. <laughs> noise. Mo- not moist. Wait, moist? moist. Did that song make you moist, Telegram? Hey, let's take a quick break. I uh, I desperately need to get some blood sugar. I haven't eaten anything <laughs> in a little while. Um, it's probably the the spirit of our landlord. Um, uh, but yeah, let's let's take a quick ad break, shall oh, we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Check out this podcast from the Benview Network. Beep boop, stay tuned for more Trend Talk. I'm Aaron Prince Staley, host of the podcast Preview, where every week I bring you a new comedy podcast that you are going to love, with highlight clips and interviews with the show's hosts. Check out the podcast Preview at BenviewNetwork.com, on your favorite podcast app, or live on the radio at WERA.FM. I'll see you there. We are back. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Uh, we are listening to The Warning, one of my favorite tracks off this album. It's good. Another Trent Reznor trope. Things are always inside him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the warning. It's uh, basically we can't talk about the song without touching on the ARG a little bit. Um, and the cover of Year Zero. It's that big four-fingered hand reaching down from the sky, and then like it's like knuckle deep in the earth. And what it means is totally up to interpretation. That's Trent Reznor pulling a full Bob Dylan, just like here's here's my song, whatever, whatever you think it is, it is. Um, so yeah, like people in the year 2022, year zero times have been seeing this arm pop up. Like, it'll reach down from the sky, and then everyone will just be awestruck. Their whole life will seem meaningless, and, like, they're changed forever after they've seen this thing. They call it the presence. And one interpretation is that it is a warning from God, or aliens, or... The hollow moon. The hollow moon, or... Hollow moon. (laughs) I like how you roll that into one word. (laughs) Hollow moon. Hollow moon. It's like good night moon. (laughs) (laughs) What I think it is, what I think the presence, that big arm reaching down from the sky is Trent finally delivering a cosmic fist fuck. (laughs) Yep. That's gotta be it. This overdriven guitar is quite nice. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it does almost reference which song is it where he says God himself will reach his fucking arm through just to hold you down. The wretched. The wretched. <laughs> so yeah, this is like fulfilling the wretched prophecy. Yeah, I've thought about that too. Except God is not reaching his arm through to hold you down. He's reaching his arm through to warn you or save you or it, I guess it's not clear. It's just this fucking arm that people see. It's creepy. It is creepy. It is very creepy. Because, yeah, it's like it's lanky and it's got like skinny fingers. Ugh, skinny skinny fingers, fingers are always gross. Oh, I hate skinny fingers. <laughs> I guess it has five fingers in some depictions. Yeah. So it's not a Simpsons hand. Now we're listening to you. God give it. God give it. I wonder if the hologram has thoughts. Yeah. Hologram, Josh. I can totally see this used in a play stage format, most likely written from the perspective of the evangelical church. (laughs) Interesting hologram. A play slash stage format is what that that was. Live. The quickly spoken whispered lines after the chorus are spoken by Robin Fink instead. So live, not 
but yeah. <laughs> so the hologram is basically giving us a pitch for like a, a, a Broadway production of this song. Yeah, with Robin Fink. Well, I mean, Abs. that Abs. is green lit. <laughs> Let's hear some of it. So we get we get little bitty whispery trip. I would never tell you. What is it? I would never tell you anything. I think I had it. I would never tell you anything. Down. About it's down in your lyrics. Oh, I, did I paste it? Did I have it? In here? Uh, oh, I thought you had. I thought I, I did. I that would be a really smart thing to do. Then you give in. God give in. So yeah, this is it's talking about the role of religion in this end game scenario of humankind. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's uh, about putting your faith in the wrong places. It's not totally clear. But I guess, like, in the ARG, we'll get to it. There's, yeah, there's, like, a theocracy starting to starting to take hold. Don't give on. I would never tell you anything that wasn't absolutely true that hadn't come right from his mouth and he wants me to tell you. Okay. So that's that's what it is. So, yeah, it's like the, the voice of God. Or the voice of the prophet. The God. The capital G. Capital. Prophet. Two words. <laughs> Yeah, this totally could. It's almost the way he's sort of like breath rapping that <laughs> it almost sounds sounds like that uh that hamilton hip-hop music oh we've stop been it so <laughs> that we've been hearing Alexander so much come hamilton, out of the he shower. would never tell you anything that wasn't absolutely true <laughs> stop. yeah i saw the trendiest thing in the world which was alexander hamilton clothes at bloomingdale and then what was what was what was on the the placard there was like a big sign that said, get your Alexander Hamilton merch here. Mm-hmm. And then on that sign... Was a Pikachu. Was a motherfucking Pikachu. Because <laughs> Bloomingdale's was dropping lures and getting people into the fucking store. <laughs> catch all that merch. Uh, it was just the two trendiest things. The two most ubiquitous trends in the world. I spaced like out. Did you describe why we were at Bloomingdale's? Do what now? Did you mention why we i just don't want the fans to think we just happened to be in bloomingdale's why was we in bloomingdale because we had to poop that's right <laughs> we were in public in california and had to poop oh yeah and it's the only place to poop in socal is in malls dude yeah <laughs> i'm starting to think that like this whole no public bathrooms thing it's all it's all a scheme yeah they just want you to spend money because it's like if you ain't got money ain't worth shit all right ain't worth shit <laughs> <laughs> See if you can pick out the title of this song. 
fixated on the lyric gotta make it come faster yeah i know also you'll put on this blindfold that is a lyric i've never understood you'll put on this blindfold you'll put on this blindfold i was like well, whatever you need to get you need to get into the year zero lore for that to make sense <laughs> i guess because it's like a group of guerrilla rebels who are like abducting someone <sighs> yeah so it's like meeting your master and so yeah this there's sort of different tones that the different songs have, like the more rocky tones, I don't know, the more like rebellious songs are from the perspective of the Guerrilla Rebels, who I think are called the Spiders or something. I need to get into the ARG and get get all this crap going again. It's a pretty complete world it's that Trent has imagined. insane. You got anything from the hologram? I think so. Hold on. The hologram. Hologram, wake up. My hologram fell asleep. <laughs> I didn't know holograms could fall asleep. What do you think about... Quite a mess here <laughs> under your stewardship. Stewardship. I thought it was like stinking <laughs> ship. That's ship. a pretty, pretty ballsy word to try to rhyme with. Under your stewardship. All right. What do you have to say, Hologram. The white bars in the bottom left of the Meteor Master lyrics page are different in the Metropolis Records release and Interscope release of the CD, when combined with similar yeah. lines found on an open source resistance flyer. The words viability index can be read, leading to HTTP colon slash slash www.viabilityindex.com. Viability ah, index. Viability index. <laughs> that does. That's pretty. That is so deep. Uh. Yeah, there's. It's. It's basically like two halves of an image that are hidden between two different uh, album sleeves. Fucking crazy. Oh, but now it's. But just yeah, redirects. the AR, the ARG is like done, so I think they probably let the domains like lapse. Yeah, that's too bad. But yeah, there's there's hella much. And there's, yeah, there were, like, secret concerts that were held, and people were given, like, these little promotional kits. It was the coolest marketing campaign ever, and people have tried to replicate it, but it'll Who? never it'll never happen. <sighs> okay, so you know the show The Leftovers? Yeah. It's another post-apocalyptic bullshitty yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 Well, sorry. User was not a bullshitty thing. The Leftovers is a bullshitty thing. I liked it. Um, I liked the first season. It's by the guy you made Lost. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like they, to hype up the show, they distributed these random uh, like fan packages to trendy spots like San Francisco and Los Angeles and wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd pop it open and there would be like a cell phone in there and you were supposed to keep it charged all the time. And it would give you secret messages like, oh, we're going to meet here or look out for this or whatever. Huh. But like it was so boring that um, my friend who, who got that pack just like let the phone die and was just like, I'm not that into this. Aww. <laughs> yeah. I thought I would have thought that was fun. It, it would be, but it's like the show sucked so bad. Well, 
Is it still on? Yeah. So it what they like did? HBO could do a lot smarter things with its money. Well, I really thought that the first season was great, but then they completely dismissed it all and just started focusing on a completely different news story in season two. They did. Yeah. Most of the characters are not in season two. I only made it through like five episodes or something. Well, I liked it. So. so I mean, someone must have. <laughs> it's still on the air. <laughs> anyway, are, we already are, talked about are this. We, are we going to fight? Are we fighting? We're fighting. Oh, no. We're fucking fighting. Oh, no. We're fucking fighting. Christopher Eccleston was all right in it. Yeah, blah. The main guy is terrible and impossible to relate to. Because he's that doofus that... Is in the weird ass um, Lynch films. What's his name? Like Justin Thoreau or something. He's oh, cute though. Maybe. Um, but yeah, just I don't know. They they refuse to explain what happened, which is like kind of the whole interesting thing about the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if Fallout does it right. They said it doesn't matter what started the war, <laughs> but it only took like thirty minutes to wipe out all life on Earth <laughs> or whatever it was. Like you don't need to know like. You know, if Russia first nuked Turkmenistan or whatever, you don't need that. But at least you know that there were nukes dropped, mm-hmm. you know? And fucking the leftovers doesn't even give you that. It's just people, did they disappear or did they die? We'll have to watch and find out. Oh, you can't even remember the, the inciting incident of the show. <laughs> That's how good it is. We'll have to watch and find out. That really, that sounds like a challenge. Yeah, I challenge you to watch it and find out. The challenge would be watching it sober. I mean, I didn't. You don't have to be sober. Okay, so we just listened to the greater good. The greater good. It's still happening. Yeah. Mm. Yawn fast. I like it, but you know. Yeah, his weird choice of instruments, like the sort of wooden xylophone thing. It's it's kind of like the first Ghosts track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great to good. And it just has these repetitive, like, mantra-like lyrics that's breathe us in. Slowly. Slowly. Everything you do, everywhere you go, anything we want, anything. Everything you do, everywhere you go, anything we want, anything. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, breathe everywhere you go, anything we want, us in, anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... But then he starts also saying persuasion, coercion, submission, assimilation. So it's this is basically like if you could distill the government into like a pill, then you know th- this is it. Like this is like um, this is the drumbeat of totalitarianism where they watch and monitor and control every single thing you do. Kay. And in the ARG, <laughs> there's the I won't get into it. I'm not doing it. Don't do it. We need to have something to talk about next week. Which, I mean, there's so much. So much. Fuck, what's in the box? Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Welp. <laughs> yeah, I have a bunch of information that I copy-pasted, but it's going to be for next week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is that is kind of how, like it's the it's the whole frog in a pot of boiling water thing, right? You you know that metaphor? What? 
You can't put a frog in a pot of boiling water, but if you put a frog in a pot of cold water and then mm. gradually turn up the temperature, he'll boil to death. Yeah. Never tested that. I don't recommend it. But it's like, that's kind of how countries spiral out of control. It's just like this steady ramp up of just like, well, I guess this is okay. What? That doesn't thing, happen anywhere. I mean, yeah, that's kind of like, kind of right now. It's no, like, oh, so now we can just right be blatantly now. racist wow. all the time? That's okay. Just crank it up a little more. Wow, that's not happening. I gotta tell you, I'm a great destroyer. <laughs> I build great viruses. They're huge. Huge. <laughs> okay, okay. I hope they cannot see <laughs> the limitless potential. I can't. Ugh, fuck. I just. I went back to Bernie. I know. It's so <laughs> the Bernie is a little more automatic to me. <laughs> I have studied and listened to this man. <laughs> Trump, I try not to. Um, in college, I thought he was saying shy satellite, and I was like, oh, that's cute. With. They're shy inside life. Yeah. Um, hologram. Oh, Hologram's not very good at all caps, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, there's this this song has a lot to do with the plot of U Zero. And at 224, if you play with headphones, it's normal sounding, but if you play it through a mono device, phone speaker, some Bluetooth speakers, you hear the words red horse vector. Which is pure ARG stuff. I've never even... So, I mean, it's the Great Destroyer. So, taken at face value, um, it's about someone who has great potential to destroy things. Mm -hmm. So, it's an, like a, a major incident that's going to change the world. Um, and I guess this is sort of like what Year Zero revolves around is like the circumstances surrounding this thing that happens. We don't know what it is. Um, but also the Great Destroyer is sort of a, a paraphrased quote from uh, Robert Oppenheimer. Um, you know, he dropped, they were testing nuclear weaponry out in the desert and he saw the first one go off. And what did he say? Did he say I'm the Great Destroyer? Yes. He said, I am become Shiva, destroyer of worlds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I know. So, yeah, this is like maybe someone who is unleashing something as destructive. I keep saying destroy, destruct. Um, I'm going to see if I can hear it through my phone. Okay. He says at 224. At 224. I think that's probably... Yeah! Let me see where that is. 224. Oops, I'm in greater good because I'm a smart person. Phone speaker, huh? Oh my god, we just... <laughs> oh my god, we just got it. Hang on, Claire, hang on. I have... <laughs> no, 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 hang on. Plug your I phone in. Plug it in. Right here. But will it, will it do the I don't same know. if you we're plug gonna, it in? We're gonna try, because that was creepy as fuck. <laughs> wow, oh we actually god. did it. We did it. <laughs> Whoa. Really fucking creeped me out. Wow. Oh my god, Trent Rose. <laughs> That's so well done, though. Holy shit. Yeah. I think okay. you might just need to hold yeah, your phone up to the mic. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, I'm going to turn your mic up to max. Uh-huh. I think it already it is. It already actually. is, yeah. yeah. All right, Resonards. 
Uh, <laughs> chills. Holy sw- Wow. <laughs> that was expertly done. Good gravy. Oh my God. Fuck. <laughs> that was like creep level maximum. Red horse vector. What's I'm just, that? I'm going to leave that hanging. I'm going to okay. leave you, I'm Okay, because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't play the game. I kind of know what it is. But, yeah, I'm going to leave it hanging. You guys tune in next week. <laughs> okay, Jesus but the show's Christ, not... If we're alive. <laughs> if we're alive. Creepy. Wow, that was so well done. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, here's the regular version that you don't hear it at all. Wow. It's just in there, and it's just fucking in there. Oh, my God. I didn't think it was going to work that easily. Holy shit. Just your phone will do it. Pro tip. Now you're listening to another version of the truth. <laughs> another version Avaunt. of we're freaking the fuck out. Avant. <laughs> oh my god. Red. Horse. Vector. Oh, here's the thing. Um, we got a little note from our pal. There is Morse code between 333 and 355 that spells out Grace the teacher. Good God. <laughs> that is some deep shit. Like, I knew about the spectrogram thing. Didn't what know, ab- didn't know about teacher? Red Horse Vector. Didn't know about Grace the teacher now. Yeah, there's like, there's encoded messages all over this thing. It's, ba- it's, uh, it's such a wet dream for conspiracy theorists and people who like, you know, the back masking I'm stuff. really, really, really sad that I, A, didn't know about this stuff back then, and B, wouldn't have been a conspiracy theorist. Like, if, if this was happening now, I would be just, like, jizzing in my pants. It, that's pretty much what was happening all over the internet. <sighs> yeah. And everyone was, like, trying to come up with an... Because there's, there's kind of a linear series of pages that you, like, play through. I mean, play. You just... People would have to just go through these fictional websites with the finest tooth comb in the universe. And, yeah, they were just... Like, one of them was, like, you'd have to look at the background image, and then you'd see that there were, like, hidden numbers, and you type that in, and it's, like, a, an IP address that'll you'll connect. It's a fucking crazy-ass shit. It is some fucking so crazy. So crazy. God, I love this album. So this is almost like the peace and quiet after everything is greatly destroyed. Mm-hmm. The calm after the storm. But is it after the storm? Or is it? Is that the version of the truth? Uh, that's one version of the truth. I think another version of the truth is a, a page in the ARG. And then what's even what's even better is like it still holds up musically. Like there's pretty much every track is a banger. Yeah. There's a couple I'm not like over the moon even about. Even though, but even I don't love capital. My mouth didn't want to work. I don't I don't love capital G and I don't love survivalism. But even those beats, like I'm gonna be drumming 
on my knees to the beat. Not like down on my hands and knees, but like drumming with my hands and knees. With your hands on your knees. Yeah. Pianer train. Aw, here he is. He's playing the piano. He's just poking his head in there like, oh, hi. I heard you oh, were listening. I heard you were listening to a Nine Inch Nails album. Allow me to drop some tasty chords on you. Just gotta tinkle these little keys. Make you all nostalgic, like old times, like fragile. <laughs> Making me feel real fragile. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> you definitely pioneered the inhale as like a valid singer move here. I mean, put it in your butt. Oh, oh no! Oh, here I can't it is. Do it. Here it is. Amazing song. This song, I actually cried the first time I heard this song. You can play it at my funeral. Play it at my funeral. Our funeral. Suicide Pact. <laughs> Suicide Resners. As it crawls across the final time And it feels like Like it was a friend It is watching us And while we sit on fire Do you wonder If it feels the same Rewinding a little bit, the first verse is, um, oh my god, I just like had a huge brain fart. Help me out. First verse is, I watch the sun. Watch the sun as it crawls across a final time, and it feels like, like it was a friend. It is watching us and the world we set on fire. Do you wonder if it feels the same? Like, what the fuck? The same as, as what? If it feels like, like it was we a friend. Like, we was a friend? Yeah. I don't think the sun feels. I think that's kind of the whole. Oh, essence. stop that's it! Kind of the whole essence. Oh my god! Of, it's kind of the whole essence. Oh of my god! The sun. Well, we had a moment, but bye. <laughs> but no, but yeah, the writing in this song is fucking crazy. The sky is filled with light. Can you see it? Um, the black is really oh, light. Oh, and and hologram Josh has a comment. Hologram Josh. The lyrics all the black is really white may be a reference to the effect Opal has when droplets of it hit the eye. Right. Opal is that super heroin that people are using in the future. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. <laughs> and I, I think it turns your eyes black. Getting into the ARG realm here. Okay, okay, okay. And also, one more, one more note. 
In this twilight was the final encore and set closer on 2008's Lights in the Sky tour. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. He's saying sorry because he knows how angry I get when people mention that they saw this song live when they saw Nine Inch Nails. Wait. I don't... How would the, holo- how would the hologram know that? Because the hologram has been listening to our show. You're creeping me the fuck out, Claire. Claire, could you come over here? Just away from the hologram for a second. Claire, I don't know what's... I was just chilling in the Starbucks bathroom, and I was like, "What is this?" I mean, I know you love, I know you love free USB drives, but I just like to see what other people's content might be. It knows everything. All about content. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that like. Hey, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Just a minute, uh, just a minute, hologram. Don't worry, uh, hologram, Josh. We're, we're not talking about you. So look, I think we gotta get rid of this thing. I mean, was... I don't think we're safe with it here. I mean, listen, I bet like. I better. I bet this thing doesn't even know. Like, I bet hologram Josh. Hologram Josh, do you know anything? Like, what's my cat's name? Oliver Butterscotch. <laughs> he even knew the second name. I think he knows too much. Um. So uh, now you're listening to uh, Zero Sum, which is uh, the final <laughs> track on the album. Um. I I like how it all comes together at the end here because mm-hmm. it's like in this twilight has like such this like lifting. Uh, both in this twilight and zero sum have like they're the most positive songs on the album mm-hmm. they have like this real like swelling and it's like operatic and major key and it, it's it, you feel good because it's like ah it's like a release right. you know after all that all that shit that was going on because yeah it's like the whole rest of the album he's talking about war drugs poverty corruption uh, totalitarianism uh, religion worst of all um, <laughs> but then he's just like ah like it all just kind of releases at the end so it's almost as if like maybe the end of the world not all bad um, but then yeah like uh, what I realized is like trying to figure out what the presence was and what actually happened like it it, was it aliens? Was it God? Was it drugs? Was it a government conspiracy? Was it the end of the world? Or were all of the things I just said all of Trent Reznor's favorite things? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. Oh, 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 oh. Also, um, he whispers a bunch of shit in this song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Shame on us. Well, that's the chorus, but I yeah. mean in the verses. Um, well, here's the chorus. But, uh, Holy shit. The There's so many lyrics to this that I wasn't aware of. Yeah. So the first line, they're starting to open up the sky and they're starting to reach down through. And it feels like we're living in that split second of a car crash. That's just another line that I'm just like, what the fuck, Trent Reznor? And time is slowing down. And if only we had a little more time. And this time is all there is. Like that, re- just reading that now made me like kind of choke up a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like your whole life flashes through your eyes and it's like, this is it. I don't want to die. No. We're not having that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it has, I guess he says, do you remember the time 
all the times. The times that we should have, and we're going to. So I think it's like two people sort of like looking at each other as they realize like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. the world's over. And there's that little romantic note in, uh, in this twilight where he says, ash is in your hair, remind me. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. There's a me and a you. Shame on us, doomed from the start. So I like how he says, all we ever were just zeros and ones, because that's like, that could go so many different ways. It's like, we're all just data, or like, we're all just positive or negative influences on reality. Or uh, what it might be is, you know, the, the name of this track is Zero Sum, so it's like, all we are is zeros and ones. Mm -hmm. um, but actually, to get to a zero sum, you're going to need ones, and you're going to need negative ones. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just going to be a bunch of ones. <laughs> Adjusts Fedora. <laughs> so, Mr. Resner, how could you let such an obvious omission into your song? Shut the fuck up. How did that blunder survive That's the so editing <laughs> process? All we ever were, just ones and negative ones. <laughs> Maybe he means zeros and ones like binary also. Oh shit, these lyrics though, they like <laughs> they get right to you. It says, And you never get away, and you never get to take the easy way. And all of this is a consequence brought on by your own hand if you believe in that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And all you uh, and did you ever find when you closed your eyes any place that was still and at peace? Fucking hell, dude. Oh, I got mega chills. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Seriously, goose pimples touch. I can see it. Okay. Um Hologram, how do you feel about this this song? A fantastic ending for the world air, I mean, for this album. That was a, the weird Freudian slip. The world air. I think it was like, er. Yeah, I, um, thanks for all your great contributions, Hologram. Um, it's been really really nice having you on. Thank you. It has been a real funzo time. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess... Um, since you're living in Claire's laptop now, uh, you could join us next week. Yeah. That sounds fun. I will return next week. Yeah, so it's been fun. Did he say he was... I don't know. I don't know what he said. 1.22 at 3Y4 re-watching 17. They are watching you dollar sign, dollar sign, percent. Okay, right. I'm just going to close well, my laptop. This has been a long, long app, <laughs> and we are very tired, and we've covered so much. Oh, yeah. um, I guess we could do a couple production. Oh, fuck. Like, people would listen to an entire hour of this and then finally want to hear what the members of the band were. It's It was all Trent and Alan Mulder, mm -hmm. um, and then he had, I think, the same... When he toured live in 2007, it was the same lineup as... Uh, and, uh, not and all that could have been the other one beside you in time mm -hmm. um, but yeah all these tracks were programmed by Trent and Atticus Ross mixed by Alan Mulder mastered by Brian Big Bass Gardner <laughs> and released April 17th 2007 um, any wheezy yeah 
I feel kind of emotionally drained after that whole journey. I do too. And it's sufficiently creeped out by Hologram Josh. Yeah. Well. Nine Inch nailed it. Nine. Oh, find us on Twitter. Fi- at yes. Trent Talk Pod. Facebook. Like, like, comment, subscribe. Dot com slash Trent Talk Pod. Uh, please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. Yes. Yeah, review us. Give us them five glorious stars. Yeah. None of the other star ratings matter. I don't know if anyone told you that. Yeah, they don't matter. Just five. Um, so, yeah, then maybe at the end of the world, people go on to iTunes and they find our podcast. <laughs> maybe our cyber ghosts will survive. Yeah. All right. That's it for this week. And, Nine. Uh, wait. And thanks to Josh Wiley for the contributions. Nine. Inch. inch nailed, nailed it. Claire and Cheyenne may have survived this week's episode, but the events surrounding them would soon envelop them all. Join us again in the second installment of Trent Talk Talk. See you next week on Trent Talk Talk, where we tease out the loose threads of the Trent Talk disappearance. Catch you on the flip-flop, biznatches. The trend is out there, I am trying to believe. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com.